Welcome back to the feed of Page of the Wind. What are we calling it? I don't know. Uh, we're back in your ear holes while we have our lovely break, uh, while we celebrate uh, the mad accomplishment that we have uh, undertaken. Uh, and we are here with the Twitch stream who sat with us as we got over the finish line of the Wise Man's Fear. And honestly, like it just happened and I'm already lighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it hasn't been in for me yet. But yeah, we're we're here. Uh, we are going to field some questions from the Twitch chat. This will be a little bit loose. We haven't prepped anything. We haven't even made the call for questions, so uh, can't say what's coming. But we should try to read way, some don't things, we, folks. Well, first or... off, okay. I'm Nick. Oh, I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And I apologize to our comrades. And this is Questions that, of the Wind. Because <laughs> my hair looks goofy as hell. Yeah, it does. To be fair, Jerry, that's kind of your brand. Yeah. Are you just now noticing your hair on the on the Twitch stream? Yeah, I've been looking also, at the Zencaster, not the Twitch. Jeremy, oh, did you, you see the little picture of like show and tell with Page of the Wind? Huh? Okay, well. It's very. It's a very it's, funny. I yes. saw the guillotine. You're the, the funniest one, part of it. The cartoon of me with a guillotine? Yes, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. So. Give us a question. Let's go. I want to answer. Here's the first question. Here's the first question from, I, I think this is Bill. Uh, now that you're at the end of this extended close read, what things do you think still deserve investigation in the two books? Ah, that's a good question. So not in the third book, but what, what deserves a deeper dive in? I mean, like all sorts of things. I didn't make a list, but like, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Like, I can't, I don't know. Lots so I, I think there's twofold answer here for me. One of them is that once book three comes out, it will cast a new light on the first two books. And I think that some things will deserve reinvestigation because of those. And then question number two is sort of the second side of that is irrespective of book three coming out, what remains to be investigated or talked about or analyzed in the first two books? And I have some thoughts, but I'm going to throw to my co-host before we get that. I think that's, to me, that's the most interesting and like pressing question is what that we still have, what we have access to. Can we yeah, still- What is the thing that we don't know about? Like what is the hints that have been left that we don't even, maybe we don't even know their hints that will become, it's like, a, it, I imagine it visually as like a coloring book and you don't know that you can color in that section until you read the second, the third book. See, I think I'm a bad person to answer this question because I agree with Nick that all the questions that are interesting will be answered by the third book and all the mysteries that are mysteries now we will have a satisfactory answer to once the third book is out and many of the things that were kind of our open questions like you know what's going on with Denna what's her deal uh what is the real nature of the cafe how much power does it have over Quoth's life you know what does Bast ultimately uh hope to get and will he get it uh is Quoth going to come back um you know is he going to meet Valyrian again uh, all those kinds of questions I think will be answered satisfactorily by the third book. And I think the other questions that might be open, uh, you know, like, you know, what's Elodin's deal? How did he end up the way he is? Uh, you know, those sorts of things are questions that I don't actually need answered. And I think is better if they're not. To me, I think what, what you could do more investigation of without any new material is Denna. You could do another read specifically focusing on empathy for Denna and understanding how and why she you know what i'm going to expand that because this has been to me like the biggest discovery on this reread is having empathy for the non-pov characters especially those who are 
intentionally mysterious or villainous. Like I intentionally or not like found myself thinking, why is Ambrose this way? What is motivating Ambrose? I don't think Ambrose is like a misunderstood good guy actually with a heart of gold, but I do have more empathy for him in this read through. And I do understand that our narrative, our our experience of him is colored by quotes. So I think that's something that you could do is especially Denna and Ambrose, but I'm sure there's more characters too. You could do a read intentionally kind of putting on the shelf quotes lens of them and try to make, uh, come to some conclusions based only on the merits of their actions and like what their motivations might be based on how they act and not how quotes colors them. I think that's something that you could do. Reasonable. Uh, here's a question from uh, Red Mage. Uh, question, you finished recording the final episode just moments ago. What emotions are you experiencing right now? I'm going to throw it to Jordana. Um, I feel like you have a Relaxed. Lot. I'm very <laughs> relaxed. Which is funny because I definitely have a lot of work to do. Like I have, I'm really behind, like really behind on the Patreon art. So anyone who's doing the $10 tier and has been waiting for art, I apologize. Um, I have to do that. Um, so my work is is not yet done, but I am relaxed into thinking that like, we get a little bit of a break i'm excited for that (laughs) yeah i'm 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 totally vibing with jordana here like our work isn't totally over because like nick and i still have to edit the episodes and make sure they come up for you and we have to like think about what we're gonna do for like interstitial episodes during the break so it's not like we're like completely done but i do feel like i think the biggest kind of psychic load for me of doing this podcast and i want to stress like i enjoy doing this podcast i'm having a good time i you know i'm proud of the work that we do but Making sure that we get an episode out every day, uh, I find very stressful and takes up a lot of my psychic weight. And like, you know, we're editing like, you know, four or five episodes a week most of the time, Nick and I trying to make sure that like we're always like ahead of ourselves. And it's going to be nice to not have that uh, that pressure looming on us anymore. Uh, but I also I do want to register that I think I am feeling a lot of like pride and joy that we we made it this far. We stuck it out uh you know and we uh, i think we we did good work yeah it hasn't really sunk in for me because as you said i still have to we have still have to edit those episodes i'll have to get them out and i'm still kind of processing like what we'll do next because to me this show isn't over i think the main thing for me is just like mentally clearing my calendar because we have blocks in the day and we have for ages on when we are when we get together to record yeah, so it's going to be a going, real... Oh, yeah. Like, we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> it's going to be a real, like, uh, joyful moment. We all, all go to our Google or iCalendars and, you know, press down on the little block that says Page of the Wind and say, remove from calendar. That said... For now. <laughs> I have really appreciated that we have had this time together, that we have, like, reserved this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, as as you get older, it is understood that you drift away from your friends a little bit. And... I am glad that we have had this because we haven't like, I see you at least twice a week, every week. Yeah. Um, so well, you hear us at least. <laughs> yeah. Like we hang out and we joke around at least twice a week, every week. And while I'm pleased to have the break in my calendar and to not have the psychic load, I do. We, maybe we don't need to be twice a week, every week, but like, I, but we still should still see each other regularly. Yeah, well, I agree. Nick and I now live closer together. So Yes, and they both live farther from me, listeners, so you can see on whose side their bread is butter. Yeah, so it's time to move. Yeah, Jeremy. Listeners, up your Patreon uh, uh, submission so that Jeremy can buy a new house. 
Yeah, yeah. If you want me to be able to afford a house in Toronto, those Patreon donations are going to have to go up significantly <laughs> by several orders of magnitude. Um, Guys, we did this all wrong. Nick shouldn't have brought property and then ha- then then I brought property. This should have just been, we should have just taken the Patreon money, taken all of our savings, bought one big And invested in a big had, podcasting mansion. We should have had a bar graph house. Yeah, we should have bought the bar graph house. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. sure all of our I mean, I do think that it makes that. really good economical sense to like go in on a village house, like to have like, multiple families inhabiting a, a single home. I think that yeah, actually... as long as you've got enough space for it, especially because like imagine, imagine how great like if you were three separate families and you all like had or wanted to have kids, you would there would be like constant daycare. Yeah, exactly. It takes a village. Like I, I truly think that the nuclear family, which is a relatively recent and extremely like North American uh, or like Western um, invention, is like detrimental to mm-hmm. the development of children. Uh, and anyway, I think it that makes... is way off. Not the question <laughs> it is. It is. That is outside <laughs> the scope of the question. Yes. Well, do we have another question? We do. Um, this, this is a. I, I will take this as a question. Uh, Curtis writes, is this an announcement of you promising to redo the entire show slash all three books after the third one comes out? Oh, absolutely not. No, no absolutely no, not. No. Under no circumstances. No, but I do feel it is our remit to cover all of the Kingkiller material. You folks might disagree, but I will get to work on you. Uh, I mean, we can talk about it, but I am not doing this page by page again. Yeah, well, agreed. for book three, you have to. Yes, no, but I mean, like, I'm not doing book one and book two page by page. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> That's not happening. I do think it might be interesting at some point to do, like, a reread and maybe chunk it out with, like, a, a post-read, but that can be a future thing. Like, we, that, I, that is not, see, here's the other thing, is that the hook of our podcast is that it's page by page. Right, we're doing the reread page by page. But also, so, that's insane. We never should have agreed to that in the first place. <laughs> and having done it for six years, I don't think we should do it anymore because it's insane. So, so we okay, are going to have to figure out This is why it's a conversation. I, I do think we should do a slow regard page by page. Uh, I know that it's a little less suited to it for reasons, but I also think that maybe what about what about like chapter by chapter. That's going to be like five episodes. That's not going to so? be very long. So? You got to, you got it's all about the content. It's not about the quality of the content. It's about the volume of the content. It definitely yeah, is we not just, about the volume. We like, constantly I am a quality have to, over quantity person. We constantly have to be pumping content into the big content tubes that our listeners are all hooked up to, like little calves at a, at a factory farm. Just like every it so often. It does occur to you too that we really don't, like we don't make bank on this. Like sure, we have Patreon, but like... I don't need to be a content machine. I don't think anybody is under the misapprehension that we are making bank from this podcast. We didn't do it to make money. Obviously it's very nice that it kind of pays for itself. Like, you know, we are able to cover the hosting. It covers its own costs. Yeah. So that is very nice that it only costs our time and our sanity. Yeah. Um, So, so as a twofer, someone has asked uh, duck taller. I'm sorry. I'm not sure who you actually are, but duck taller writes, so are you guys doing slow regard? The answer is yes. We will cover slow regard. Exactly how is TBD? I think slow regard will be next. It is my intention to do it in release order. So I think regardless of whether book three comes out in- But we're not in... doing lightning tree because we're going to do the other one. Okay, that's right. another that's another question. We haven't really talked about this. So first off, we'll do slow regard. We will also do the various short stories. We have to find them. 
I do not like Lightning Tree. I find it very boring. I've read it all the way through once and I've tried to reread it several times and I haven't been able to get through it. So we have to decide if we want to do Lightning Tree and Narrow Road or just Narrow Road. And I would rather do Narrow Road than Lightning Tree, especially because I feel like it will become sort of like nullified, replaced by narrow road. Yeah, it's 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 no longer canon. It's like how how the the old uh, EU canon got uh got destroyed and made legends canon. It's more like the theatrical cuts uh being replaced by the uh by the special edition. Now you can't find the theatrical <laughs> cut anywhere. Okay, wait. Quick interjection just about the chat and what is occurring because I don't think Jeremy you're not reading the chat, right? No. Okay, so as a response to Jeremy being like how people are suckling at the teat, literally someone went suckling noises and someone else went moo, which is ridiculous. Look, the listeners know who they are, and uh, that's beautiful. I'm dying. So I think the answer to the question is we're going to try and cover all of the various Kingkiller Extended universe, but in what form exactly that will take is still a discussion to be had at our next board meeting. Yes, and I'm planting the flag that we should do it uh, page by page, but I'm I'm sensing that there is some resistance from the hoi polloi. I mean, how how many pages are in so? It's not that long. Yeah, I know, but I'd like to know the number, please. It's just like 25 pages. Okay, that's 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 absolute bullshit. (laughs) He's he's gaslighting you, Jordana. No, Nick, no. <laughs> it is it is short though, and it's the pages are are shorter. The pages are smaller. Recall that this all started because I gave you Slow Regard. Yes. So Jordana read Slow Regard first because I read it. I thought it was because very beautiful. Books are big and scary. I read it. I thought it was very beautiful. Aury reminded me of Jordana. And also because books are big and scary, I thought that here is a small book with short pages that is not too long. Uh, that I think will really resonate with Jordana. So I gave you slow regard to read. And it worked. And it worked. That's right. Here we are. So really, Jordana, returning to slow regard for a close read should really be like the apotheosis of your character arc. You know, we we have the act two of you and now you can return to your origin. Yeah, you're returning home with the new knowledge you've gained. Um, All right. Do we have any other questions in the chat? Uh, Let's see. We have some comments on the various books. There's also how Old Holly came to be, which I don't recall if i've read it or not i remember it coming out it's a it's only six pages apparently so we'll do that in you know in short order and then i was under the impression that the tale of laniel young again was out was like published somewhere just hard to find but it sounds like it's just the prologue that has been written and it's also unreleased so potentially that is not out there yet but these are other um questions that are out there here's here's one from snc i think you were all too harsh towards dena for her anger towards quoth for sleeping with other women from her perspective she only dates men for financial purposes but quoth sleeps with other women just for fun without access to his mind it seems like a plausible inference that he thinks of her like the same way as the other women does that seem reasonable yeah i think they're both being unreasonable yeah like, i think they're both being unreasonable and they're both She's being... jumping to assumptions he's jumping to assumptions yeah. I, I and they're both being like, hypocrites about it little bit also like sure the the assumption she's jumping to does make sense and i understand why she might make that assumption but also does it like i I suppose it does matter why someone is sleeping with someone else but as long as it's not malicious does it matter it's your actions that matter right your intentions don't matter 
it's it's the what and comes see, with your actions that matter. Here is a philosophical difference on this podcast because I do believe that your intentions matter in in a certain. I think that like intentions that. and and actions contextually can matter together, but I think in this case, because neither of their intentions are malicious, that like they are equal. Well, yeah, th- that I would think... that would be my attitude too. But neither of these characters know what the other's intentions are, right? So they are not yes. able to make. Both that and Den are actually very, very much alike, right? Like both has some un unaddressed issues with with sex workers, uh, and I think that Denna has some unaddressed issues with like Lotharios, mm-hmm. like the idea that because she seems to have some distaste for him having you know free love like he he's doing it respectfully it's it's harmless as far as he knows i don't think they have any evidence that he is like doing damage to these people uh but dennis seems to have some some resistance to it whereas i don't think it's like it's basically textual that she is a sex worker that she is like there's a transactional element to whether or not she's actually like sleeping with her and like which is kind of like a sugar baby kind of yeah exactly like there's definitely a like a sex worker vibe to it. And so she clearly has no problem with that. And she also says as much to the, uh, to the girl in the Bechdel scene. Um, so there's something there where like, they both kind of have a distaste for the other's natural proclivity. Mm-hmm. I think we have but time for are, one yeah, more. I think we have time for like one more question before I got a piece. All right. Jeremy's got a pee. So, we are all right. Let's let's get one more question. Whoever writes the next question, that's the question we're going to answer. It better be a doozy. In the meantime, uh, Curtis wrote that the fourteenth of November is when Darrow Rhodes comes out. Also, the first day Taylor Swift is going to be in Toronto, so uh, everyone will be distracted. The Swifties will be distracted. I- I'm <laughs> so assuming that she is going to do a live reading of it in in place of her normal material. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. All right. Can we do a joke where Taylor Swift is like doing? He's like, has Swifties. So she, oh, okay, here we go. Taylor Swift repaired a suit quickly. I don't get it. Because he's using an adverb. Wait, 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 stop. Wouldn't Taylor Swift repair a suit swiftly? Not quickly? I think... Because she tailors Swift. Yeah, but you said quickly, not swiftly. I think that was part of the joke, Jordana, that he that he resisted ah, the obvious it. pun. You suck. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, so okay, I'll. I think we should have a conversation about this on its own episode. I think it bears that. But I am curious as to the timing and rationale behind publishing Narrow Road. When they are, I think that it's very much a like political decision to publish Narrow Road. Um, they, they want to help Biden's chances in 2024. I'm, yeah, everything is political, but no. Okay, we'll get to that. Here we go. From Bill. Such question pressure. What's the thing you're the most proud of after six years of making this podcast? Uh, that we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think the, in terms of the literal mechanics of the show, I think that we have all broadened each other's perspectives on what this book is and what, what, you know, the kinds of like interesting things we can take out of it. And the, you know, the, the knowledge, like what, what do we think this thing means? I think we've all kind of opened each other's minds to different possibilities in terms of what's actually in the book. 
But I think I'm going to scoop Nick on this one because I think that the other thing that we're all very proud of is uh, the fact that we have amassed a, a, a community around the reading of this book and the discussion of it that has uh, grown beyond this podcast uh, and that is independent of us. Yeah, I'm only slightly scooped. Uh, to me, it is the community. Uh, it doesn't matter what this podcast is or what it's about. Uh, what matters is that a community of like-minded people who are supportive and kind uh, have come together around it. That is the thing I'm the most proud of. Um, you know, if nothing else, that is perhaps one of the most impactful things I will have done with my life. And that means something. Um, and the other one, the thing that I'm also proud of is that we actually did it. We actually completed it. I, you know, how many people have like, Oh, I've got an idea for a podcast and they do two episodes and they kind of peter out. Right. Uh, mm. There was never any question in my mind that we would finish. And like, especially as we started am amassing listeners, like we aren't, a smash hit by any stretch of the imagination, but obviously people care about this. And so that helped to keep us motivated. But so like, maybe, you know, if, if yeah, we I feel like if we'd been done it, if we'd done it for a month and like, we still only had like five people listening to us, we might've just given it up, but yeah, but we, we never had until recently, I think we never had like a lot. And even now I don't think we have a lot by the standards of like, you know, we're no Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. um, but we had enough that it was, that was motivating. And then from that, from the time we had that critical mass of like, okay, enough people care about this. There was never any question that we would finish it to my mind. Mm -hmm. I like, if I am to seriously think about like something that I'm proud of as much as like the community is good. And I, I, I am also proud of the community, but I'm really proud that we made space for each other. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, like, you know, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> Those of you who aren't watching the stream should know that Jordana's face has turned tomato red. I'm just really glad that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Jordana. We love you. We love each other. I don't think there's any any question we could answer or thing we could say that would top that. We friendship truly is magic. Uh, yeah, I love I okay, love you have, guys. Yeah, yeah, I love you too. Not to undercut this, but there is one last quick question here, which is: Do you strive to get Pat Rothfuss on the podcast? I won't say that we are striving, but I also, in much the same way that I have no doubt that we will, uh, like, that we would finish the book, I also have no doubt that we will eventually talk to him. Like, he knows we exist. He's mentioned us on his streams. And when the time comes, like, the other thing, so I, I will admit that I have sent his people messages, like, way back. It was a while ago. I think it was at the end of the first book. I sent his people a message. And obviously, he didn't hear anything back from it. But something got through to him because he knows about us and he's he, on his stream. He basically gave us like permission to continue and said that he supports it. Um, so I have no doubt that when we are ready to like make a concerted effort and also maybe when we gather enough uh, momentum among the fandom that we are a concern that he can no longer ignore. Now I'm not saying, hang on, wait, stop. Do not... <laughs> Cut his feet. Cut his mic. <laughs> do not bother Rothfuss about this. Okay. Do not like mess. No. Do not clamor. Yeah, I was saying not... he will hate us if you bother. Yeah, him, we don't. So. We don't want that. I, I do not want to be sending our like our our legions of like psycho fans to his door. Like no 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 heads. Um, but I will say that like if in conversation and if you have like you know if there is a uh, a Kevin Bacon you know if there's like a degree of separation between you and Rothfuss 
that you can work a little bit and say, hey, there's this podcast. They're really legit. They really love you. Like, what's the chances of, of Ross like, getting on? I know I, a voice I, actor. Do you think the voice actor? I know a voice actor. I think that this is you something know, that we should discuss <laughs> off the air for, for many reasons. I think we all think it would be really cool if we did get to talk to Patrick Rothfuss, but I don't think any of us are holding our breath. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I also think, I think that the world, the fandom is small enough that, that as we have become a fairly loud, like I, I, I'm, I don't see a ton of references to us in like the Reddit and stuff every now and then I do, but it's not like we're a huge influencer concern, but I do think that, that we will, we have sort of planted a flag. Um, and I feel like as we approach the end of book three and as maybe Rothfuss is like, you know, not feeling the pressure so much, we might ramp up the effort to get him on. But it's also like nice to have, obviously. We will have a great time. He has already put us on the path to uh great uh to greatness. You know, we 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 don't need him to do anymore. He doesn't know us anything. Yeah. Uh and that's that's I think that's gotta be it for me. I think I gotta I gotta skedaddle. Yeah, I was yeah. say we should we should probably go. Our uh, our Google Meet is running out anyway. Yes, and mm-hmm. our our wives and husbands are also. Uh, yes, Jeff really wants to play Cyberpunk with the sound on. So. <laughs> Got to hear those techno beats, baby. Uh, but oh, yeah, we'll be, but you right. can't get rid of us. You'll hear us again in your earphones very soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.